0: Get some music going, do we? Yeah,
1: where's the background audio coming from, bud? All
0: right, listen up, listen up, listen up. This is my first time. Well, first of all, hello, ladies and gentlemen, on all of the bots that we have that have joined us today. It has been about five months since my man JB and I have connected over the airwaves. Five months. I shit you not. And I told JB, I said, listen, the people need us. The people want us. We need to do this. I don't care if I'm in another country, and I'm going to get to that in a second. We got to make this happen. And JB just said, you fucking do it, dude. Make the slides. Just put everything together. And in fairness, what you saw last year from Boston Brews bets was 96 to 97% JB's efforts. All right. So this is the year that I step it up. It's the first show I'll put together. There's going to be some random music in the background. There's going to be some shit that goes wrong. But hey, JB, we're back, buddy. We're back.
1: We're back. I'm just I'm I'm very excited here. Like I I have had no input on, input on this. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this. I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. You know, I got a nice little agenda. I got a nice little agenda. First of all, what the fuck's up, man? We got to catch up. It's been a while. A lot has happened, all right? So let's just kind of get it on the table, tell the people what's been happening and just get this thing back rolling in the new year. We talk about the NFL playoffs. We got the divisional round going. It's pretty wild. Wild card week last week. Talk a little bit about that. Got a UFC card coming up in Toronto, Canada. Strickland against Duplessis. We'll break that down. And then we got some stuff on deck in the coming weeks and months. So, Happy New Year, bro. I know it's been a, a few weeks, but um, Happy New Year. And I, I need you to kind of just listen as I break down to you. With- <laughs> I, I Look, I know, I, I know you're familiar with where I've been. I think the people deserve to know. As well, I got to go back to uh, a day that was supposed to be fun in August of 2023. Now, this was UFC 292 at the TD guy. Okay. Just, 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 well, it was fun. It was fun. (laughs) It started fun, bro. But uh, it ended uh, in something that sent me into exile to another continent. That's where I'm going. That's where I've been. Okay. Yeah. It was fun. That's what did it? Yeah. (laughs) Throughout the day, it was fun, I admit, all right? We had some laughs. we throw some money around. We're at the casino. You know, there's a lot that was happening, right? So it was fun for a while. But if you remember, the title fight there, the headline was Sean O'Malley versus Aljo. Um, We had been drinking at least five hours before the prelims started, if I'm correct. It was one of those just kind of like bender days. Uh, We were at the casino. I believe we had some kind of limousine service where we were... All around town, man. It, it was, it, all right. It was a wild day. I'll agree with you on that. Okay. Um, around our 10 to hour 11 of Boozing is when this fight came on. I was not doing so good from a betting standpoint. Okay. Uh, mass betting has been legal for less than a year at this point. I had a few in me. Okay. I got carried away with the live bets. I was not doing so well. Pedro Munoz, he hung me out to dry, bro. Okay, so by the time this fight came on, my mentality was, bro, UFC 292 in Boston, TD Garden, are you going to leave this arena as a loser? I said that to myself with about 12 beers in me, and I said, no, no. I looked at the checking account, emptied it out on Aljamain Sterling, because I said to myself, yeah, he's the favorite, but look, there's no way O'Malley can stop the takedown, the skill of Aljo with the grappling, no way O'Malley can hang with that, bro, it's the guy who jumped on Sanhagen's back and choked him out in like thirty seconds. So I convinced myself, dude, I know this is way more money that you, you would put on any bet. I know this is something that you should not do. It is actually a sign of degeneracy. But, bro, just win your money back. Just, just leave this venue even, okay? So I made the bet, and uh, on the left of the screen, you're damn well aware of what happened, JB. You're damn well aware. So while, yeah, we had our laughs, we had our fun and games, uh, I decided it was best for me, for Boston Brews bets for my family, for my friends to go into exile, which is where I currently am, in the, the country of Spain. I've had time here to relax and reflect on my failures as an adult, um, gotten into meditation. Uh, it's, it's been a very humbling experience for me out here. But I I'm happy to say, JB, I'm healed. I'm back. All right? So we're starting up again the new year. This is one of many podcasts in the new year. I have several New Year's resolutions which involve betting, and I'm, I'm happy to share them with you, brother.
1: I have so many thoughts about this. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So I just want to clarify, like, all those conversations you had about this is too much to bet, Aljo's 100% going to win – Those were internal conversations Joey was going, was having with himself. None of this was verbalized to anyone in the group. Um, I think to your point, everyone had had a lot of drinks in them, and people were throwing money on O'Malley because he was the dog, right? Um, for me personally, O'Malley came out and the crowd went nuts, Mm -hmm. right? come out to that superstar song, crowd singing along with them. And I just kept putting more and more on O'Malley. I know for a fact, the other fine gentlemen with us were also on Sean O'Malley. Um, So he (laughs) knocks him out and we're all going nuts. And I just looked over and you did not look good. You did not look good. And I thought either he's gotten sick from
0: drinking. He's about to black
1: out or he did not go the same way as everyone else.
0: Combination. Um, it was a combination yeah. of three, by the way. It was a feeling that look, if you're into sports betting, we all know the feeling, right? Uh I needed that, JB. I need that's what I discovered while I've been in exile. I needed that moment to smarten the fuck up. All right. Uh it was an internal conversation with myself. That's correct. It was a panicked conversation because it was during O'Malley's workout, uh, sorry, walkout when I decided to pull the trigger. So I had a limited amount of time. Uh, emotions were high. So wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. You pulled the trigger when the crowd was going that nuts for Sean O'Malley. Yeah,
0: because dude, I didn't believe in O'Malley, and I don't know if I still do. We're talking about him and Cheeto Varanex. I don't know if I still do. Is it that I had misplaced faith in Aljamain Sterling? I think that's it. I, look, I don't, I'm, I don't know. Are you trying to make me relapse? Is that what you're doing right now? I'm coming into this year with a clear mind. I just wanted to say where I've been and, and move on. I don't want you to bring back these ghosts.
1: Well, no, no, a, a little bit because is Aljo your kryptonite? Like, I've, i, I, I your friend, mm. I do not think you should bet on another fight that Aljo, Al Jermaine Sterling is fighting on,
0: whether it's I, for I him that, or I against him. Fair. I think that's fair. Do you remember the second time he fought Jan, how hard I went on Jan? Yeah. Yeah. And that hurt, that hurt as well. All right. We're, yes. start, we're starting with a lot of pain here. All right. Aljo is my kryptonite. That is, that is, that is a fact. Right. So if he fights again, the move is to fade him as hard as you possibly can. To all the listeners and bots out there, you want a fucking lock. You fade Al Joey's next fight. It is the only, only, only lock that you could be certain of from the show. I just, like, <laughs> don't
1: give that advice. He's now going to win. Like, I don't like... He's, he's, he's going tears. to... Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fighting back. Um, <laughs> I would be remiss if we didn't talk about... You know, so, um. We did our normal, walked in. Um, We were looking for a roulette table, and you pointed to one and said, there's a spot here, and we're going to stand next to Cowboy Cerrone. Um, There was a gentleman with a cowboy hat on at the roulette table. (laughs) You instantly referred to him as Cowboy Cerrone. This was at, like, fucking 2 o'clock. So, like, we were already feeling no pain at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, They kind of all just looked at us. It might have been all the Boston Brews bets gear. It was probably because we were hammered at 2 o'clock. We walked up put $100 down and hit. I don't even know. Did we bet black or red? I don't even remember. It was black. Yeah, it was black. It was black. It was black. We hit. We laughed. We took our chips and walked away. And I remember like Cowboy Stronius going, what the actual fuck just happened?
0: <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember the cowboy hat. But I do remember we were lock, lock uh ready on black, man. We, we had just uh, made that decision beforehand. And I think it hit three or four times, if I remember correctly. So the day began well. To your point, the day began very well, but uh, yeah, all things must die.
1: And then, do you? I'm um, just our friend that lives down the street from Encore. We went to go visit him, and it was actually like a 25 minute ride.
0: <laughs> it isn't Revere, man. It's I mean, it's not like it's, I'm not, it's not like it's next door. But you certainly pitched it to us all in the casino. That oh, my buddy lives next door. Let's go. <laughs> and, uh, it it wasn't next door, but yeah, <laughs> it was a good trip. I mean, if yeah, if you have limo service for the day, why the fuck not, man? You ball out. That's what you do. Why not?
1: Why not? Why not?
0: Yeah, no, uh, it was a blast. I hope the UFC comes
1: back to the Garden soon. I will do that over and over again. But uh, next time, just go with the crowd, man. Just go with the crowd. I just can't, I didn't know you pulled the trigger on his walkout. Like when his walkout oh, came yeah. and the crowd went nuts, I was like, fuck it, I'm 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 in on this guy. Let's fucking go. I was so sick of Aljo being the champ, and then when he hit him. And Aljo hit the ground. I just, I lost my shit, dude.
0: And then I know, dude. I know. Everyone did, dude. Everyone was in on O'Malley, man. He's got the Irish thing going for him. Boston loves the Irish. Look, I get it, bro. Can we move on? We can move on. Can we get a meal at Poke Bowl someday soon, though? I really want to get
1: a meal at the Poke Bowl soon. (laughs)
0: Uh, the Pokeball was just the drunken spot that we. It was probably the only sign that you could read at the time, and you blasted it to the group chat.
2: Oh, the Pokeball, the Pokeball.
0: I'm like, what the fuck? I've never heard of that place, but it is a real place that's right across from the TD Garden, and I think it took us uh, maybe 45 minutes to get there from the garden, which is, a, I don't know, three minute walk. But uh, you factor in the beers, and it was a nice little scenic tour of Boston. Yeah, so yeah, shout out to the Pokeball. You go after a sponsor, man.
1: We should. We should. I like it. I
0: like it. <laughs> so listen, hey, football is uh is going on, bro. I've been following it over here across the pond, man. And it, it is divisional round time. There's been there's been some wild shit that happened last week, especially, but let's break down the divisional round games and get right into it. So we got four games coming up. Let's break down the top left first. We got the Texans, yes, the Houston Texans against the number one seed Ravens. Um here's what I, here's what I think like in the new year I'm going to apply logic in certain situations you know one of the one of the things that I'm going to stick to is you don't bet on teams that are not very good okay and that is the Houston Texans it's teams like them it's teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars right these are teams that are they're not horrible you know they're not well, bad teams right but they're they're not very good right
1: did you just compare a playoff team to a non-playoff team?
0: Not at Well, I did. I did, dude. And you're making <laughs> my point. You're making my point. Look, they had a great showing last week because you know what? Teams that are not very great have occasional phenomenal showings. And that's what the Texans did. But look, make no mistake about it. They are indeed the Houston Texans. And I'm going to have to keep telling myself this shit when it becomes tent- tempting to take them at plus nine and a half. There are some points there, right? Mm-hmm. So if you just looked at them last year, you'd say, well, shit. Yeah, they'll cover. No. They are the Houston Texans. They've done very well for themselves this year, but this is where it stops. You got the Ravens, who have had plenty of rest, didn't play last week. uh, And I think, you know, they're going to cover. That's what I'm telling you right now. Minus nine and a half, they're going to cover. I think that CJ Stroud uh, has been very impressive. I can't remember a a rookie QB that's had a season like he's had, man. But look, uh, the Ravens uh, are legit. That defense is the real deal, man. If they had tank Dell, I think that line would be a little closer. I think they'll find a way to shut Nico Collins down, man. I think the Ravens cover here. What do you think?
1: Um, You're probably right. I'm not as confident as you are. I think the Houston Texans could put up more of a fight than you're willing to admit. I like the over here. I like the over at 43 Mm -hmm. and a half. I think that's low. I think Baltimore probably does win. I think Baltimore puts up a lot of points, but I think Houston can score a little bit that that over should hit pretty easily. So I'm on the over pick is the Ravens. If you're going to maybe pick a spread, I'm going to pass.
0: I think that over is low to your point, man. And I do like the Ravens. O against the Houston Texans D again. I know the Texans D looked real sharp last week, but this is a different offense, I think. So I do like that. I do like that. uh, 43 and a half, man, but we'll see. Is this going to be something I bet? I believe so. Uh, But I'm going to go minus five and a half on the Ravens just to give a little bit of a buffer there. Because to your point, maybe Texans come out swinging here. So I think uh, Ravens minus five and a half, which I plan to mix into a parlay, that's going to be my move on this. I like it. I like it. All right, next in the AFC. this Dude, I'm. this is going to be a good game, man. I'm excited to just kind of sit and watch this, man. And I think it'll be pretty late in the uh, day for me, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, we've got the Chiefs plus two and a half against the Bills in Buffalo. Minus two and a half. Over-unders at 45 and a half. I can see this as a picker, man. I think the spread is what it is just because of the home, uh, home team advantage for the Bills. That's what I think. Uh, this is the kind of thing, man, where I look at the over. JB, I look at the over because, look, players like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, I mean, this is this is where they shine, bro. This is where they step up the game, and these guys are superstars in the NFL, right? So this is when they bring their A game usually, right? Keep an eye on the weather, but I could see some points coming up here. I mean, I know the Bills' D is, is solid. Chiefs' D looked good last week, but I mean, like I said, I think this is where the superstars do their thing. So I might be looking at that over Nothing to say about the spread. I think this is basically a pick them, maybe give the bills a field goal again. Cause the whole team advantage, but, but what do you think, man? Is anything jump out at you here?
1: i like the over. I just want to see what the weather is going to be in Buffalo. I, I'm afraid yeah. it's going to be cold winter storm, something like that. That's going to end up hurting the over. I wish both teams could lose. I hate both teams. I will be rooting for Buffalo. Cause I'm so <laughs> fucking over the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey storyline. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I can't, it makes me want to vomit. So, uh, go bills go bills mafia i would like some points so i'll probably put the points in a parlay but other than that it would not be a single bet for me
0: yeah fair enough yeah and good call on the swift thing man everyone's getting sick of this shit now it is so manufactured at this and obviously not genuine or organic right. what they're doing with her it's and everyone's caught on at this point so yeah go bills go bills um all right in the top right we got nfc i mean look JB, before we get into this here, can we just talk a little bit about what the Packers did to those Cowboys last week? I mean, was that I, – I, I watched the highlights. I think that was at like 3 in the morning over here in Spain. But did you watch that game?
1: I did. It was fantastic. I, I love seeing the Cowboys lose, and I I love seeing the Cowboys get embarrassed at home. Um, <laughs> it was fantastic. How – they're they're sticking with Mike McCarthy, they announced today as a head coach. I don't know how. I thought Bill Belichick was going to walk into that job, basically. Yeah. Um, but love seeing the Cowboys lose. Uh, I think Green Bay has got something in uh, love. I think he's a lot mm. – he's severely underrated, I guess I would say. I don't want to call him really good. I want to say he's severely underrated underrated, and flying under the radar.
0: All right. I mean, fair enough. But, I mean, look, before we get into it, I'm just going to throw up a little something here because I think it's, it's fair for entertainment purposes, of course to hear from the cowboys fans not only because i enjoy seeing their pain and suffering i mean probably the cowboys fan base jv aside from new york's fan base i would say is probably the most hated for us so for entertainment purposes let's hear what they have to say and also to see how it goes to like play a video in the middle of the podcast i've never done this shit so let's let's see how this goes i can't believe we love y'all
2: ain't nobody else man i am upset you feel me i'm from virginia I flew all the way in today to watch this. I'm sick. not another Romo on our hands. Show them
0: like i We need help. We need Jesus. Yeah. Mike McCarthy losing at home against the Packers. A lot. I think legacy gone, man. No more Dak Prescott. ASAP new quarterback. Dak. Get him out of here.
1: Trey Lance, the next stud. Let's
2: go. Who cares when we lose like this to the freaking Packers who shouldn't even be here? It's disgusting. Let's get a real head coach. And if he can't do it for us, let's get a new quarterback. I'm tired. We drove far for the no reason. Road. We're from Florida. We're freezing our ass off. i have still
1: here since 10. Just a freeze to lose. <laughs> oh, dude,
0: how about the lady? I give her the, I give her the trophy. We I got another Romo. We got another Romo on our hands. We choke like a bitch oh, God is, bless that, her. is that real yeah those are fans after the game bro that's that's them coping that's them dealing that, with it bro
1: that looked like a manufactured fucking interview dude that looked fake as fuck <laughs> no, i no, can't no, no, stand no. cowboys fans
0: yeah yeah i mean that's why i played that for you bro i thought maybe we just uh get some enjoyment out of that uh i don't know what you do about tech you had a good call on mike mccarthy i am surprised about that i think he deserves the heat in that situation I've never looked at Dak as like – I mean, he had a good season. He did, right? But I don't know. Is he is he going to take them to a Super Bowl? I'd say probably not. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But um, goodbye. And here the Packers are squaring off against the Niners plus nine and a half. Uh, Niners are minus nine and a half over under at 50.5. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So for me, I'm looking at this two ways. One is the points. I like the under Here, JB. I like the under. You know why? I think the Packers are going to struggle moving the ball against the Niners D. I really do. I don't think they played a defense like this. I know they haven't this season. And I think if you look at what Jordan Love did like last week, and I know you were complimenting him. I'm not a Jordan Love hater by any means, right? But, dude, some of the throws he was making, like, they were off his back foot where there was nobody within 20 yards of the receiver taking it to the house. Like, I don't know what happened with Dallas' D at all. But I don't think the Niners' D is going to do anything like that. You know, so I think they're going to struggle a bit moving the ball. I think that, especially when you look at the Packers' run defense, which is garbage, dude. I think it's 28th in the league. McCaffrey could very well have a field day here, which concerns me from an under perspective. But – I think I might pull the trigger on this under, JB. It's tempting. And aside from that, I talked about the Ravens minus 5.5. I will do the Niners with an alternate spread minus 5.5 just to give a buffer if any shenanigans occur. But I don't think this should be close, man. Do you? Um. So so we're going to have to have a conversation here. You need to stay the fucking in Spain. The under? The I, under? Dude, I, look, I, you can't always bet the points, bro. You can't yes, you always go can. with overs. Yes, no, come can. on. Can I? Hey, new year, new me. I'm applying logic in certain situations. Can I do that? That's this makes me feel so much better. I am all over the over here, uh, oh, Sunny. You Cal- son of a bitch, Sunny a California. Son of a bitch. Why can't you be supportive? Why can't you support me with my new initiatives and in, in my new logic?
1: Forty-two to fourteen is a legit score that could happen in this game.
0: Um. Oh come on! Are you disrespecting the Packers? D that much, bro? Forty-four. Come on.
1: San Francisco is going to win the Super Bowl.
0: So uh, like, perhaps. Yep, perhaps. I, I do agree. I think that's what plus 155 at the moment. I don't yes. disagree with that.
1: San Fran's going to win the Super Bowl. They will likely steamroll the Packers. I think the Packers have at least one, if not two touchdowns in them. And I see San Fran putting up 35 points easily, easily. So 42 is not out of the realm of possibility. Give me the 50 and a half over. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. I'm not yeah, going to take a nine I, and a half spread. I'm not going to take
0: I, the nine I, and a half spread. I, you son of a bitch. You're a son of a bitch. You don't understand. Because the Packers D, bro. You ready for this logic coming at you? Top 10 in scoring. That D, okay? Top 10 passing defense. In fact, they're ranked ninth, all right? So you think that Debo Samuel is is gonna do shit against the Packers D
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, yeah, he probably will. So you, know right. what, you know what no, you know what no, we're
1: I... gonna do here? You know what we're gonna do here? should we bet. Should we be? I got the bets. under.
0: I got the under. I'm not changing. My, I'm not changing my logic to accommodate your bullshit under fifty point five, okay? Even if that changes, even if it changes. fifty point five, I got the under.
1: I feel like if this over hits, I need to like create a shirt for you to wear at March Madness to be like, I'm an idiot, and I took the under.
0: yeah, go ahead. go ahead. and if if and if I win, right? If the under hits, I'm gonna yeah. make you an undershirt, which you have to wear. <laughs> for all days during March Madness, all right? If you think that taking the under is so feminine, you're going to have a nice shirt that you can sport and let everybody know how stupid you are. (laughs) Oh, man. I really – what are you going to do when there's, like, 40 points scored in the first half? I'm going to fucking egg your house. How's that? (laughs) From fucking Spain? (laughs) Hey, I got I got people. All right. I make a few phone calls. All right. I got a, I got to got, a, what is it called? I got an Instacart person who'll get the eggs, bro. Don't worry about it.
1: Oh, I can't wait for this. I'm so excited for this game now. I actually have something to root for. All right. Let's go. Over. Let's go. Here we go. go.
0: Moving on. Chewy Bet is activated. Uh, last game in the bottom right. I, I'm looking forward to this game, actually. Bucks versus Lions. I. Uh, I don't know what to think of the Lions, man. I I really don't at this point. It's a good story. They definitely got a good team this year. How far do they go? I I don't know. Um, The spread started out at minus six. Now it's at minus six and a half. Interesting to see if it moves anymore. But for me, JB, this is going to be a story of the quarterbacks and the passing D. You know what I mean? Because the passing Ds of these teams are horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Um, so, I mean, it, like if you if you look at the, um, first of all, running game, it basically cancels out. You got the Bucks at rush D, which is top five against the Lions rush O. Lions rush O is top five, so let's just say that cancels out, right? Um, Baker Mayfield versus Jared Goff. That's how I see this thing going, man. Who can do the most damage on these pretty bad secondaries? That's how I see it. Um, so what I'm looking at from a betting standpoint, I do like the – over in this situation, 48 and a half, I think these teams are going to put up points and it's mostly going to be through the air. That's what I think. Bucks plus six and a half is tempting. It, this team has been hot, man. This team has been hot. And I think Baker Mayfield, as much as I've made fun of him in the past, he's he's putting it together at the right time, bro. I don't think they beat the Lions. I really don't. But uh, the plus six and a half is tempting. And if it goes higher – I might ride with that. I haven't determined that yet. But if we're talking props, JB, you know what I like? You know what I like a whole lot? And I'm going to add to that parlay that nine is plus uh sorry, nine is minus five and a half, Ravens minus five and a half. How about Rashad White? Receiving props, man. There's two that I like. We got uh four receptions, okay, or 25 plus yards. He will get four receptions. He will get 25-plus yards. You know why Lions run D, again, it's top five. I think he's going to get stuffed quite a bit, but they're going to find a way through screens uh, screens, and other means to get him the ball. man. Four receptions is nothing, especially if they're playing from behind, which I believe they will be. 25-plus yards, very doable. So I like those two props, man. I'm going to throw them in the mix for that parlay. I think I'm cooking up something special, man. I, I, I feel it.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I think you're right. This would be a good game. I'm also rooting for the Lions, so, like, it's hard for me to bet on this. I think the Lions win. I just think they have too much talent mm. on their team. Baker Mayfield should win comeback player of the year. Um, yeah. In my mind, it'll, it'll sure. go to what's his name from Buffalo just because yeah, of the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it should be yeah. Baker Mayfield. Um, I, I want the over here because, again, I think Detroit puts up a lot of points. It's in a dome. You take out the weather factor, even though reporters don't know that apparently it can snow in a dome. Um, oh, that was bad, wasn't it? So bad. Don't ask questions <laughs> like that. How the fuck his, do you have a journalist? Dude, his Ugh. face
0: was appropriate, though. It was yeah. shock and disgust. Love it.
1: He answered that question so much more professional than I would have. Um, <laughs> the over is tempting. I, I'm second-guessing it because the over. I was on the over for the Bucks eagles game last week, and it did not
0: hit. I mm. want to chalk
1: that up to the Eagles just absolutely absolutely imploded. Um I think the Eagles are a good football team. I think they just fucking imploded. I think they had some locker room issues. I think Jalen Hurts might be a little bit of a crybaby. Um yeah. I think their coach is a nut job and should should have lost his job. Sounds like they're sticking with him as well. Um the fact that that over did not hit concerns me, but I'll probably ride on the over here. I see a four team
0: over parlay here. I see a four-team over parlay. Uh, okay, Ravens, Texans, yes. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, maybe. Uh, obviously, Packers nine is under. I'd ride with you on three of them. I'd ride. I'd ride on three of them.
1: All right. All right. I think I'm gonna do a four-teamer. I think the ones I feel most confident about are everything but the Kansas City, Kansas City and Bills game. That one I want to see the weather yeah. report. I want to see what's going on there. Everything else, the overs right. look very, very tempting and very live to me. So. I'll take the over in the Bucks Lions game. I do think the Lions win by seven. Um, mm-hmm. if that line gets up to plus seven, though, the Bucks are
0: super tempting. Yes, yes, that's what I'm super saying. Super
1: tempting at plus seven.
0: Yep. If it does, I'm pulling the trigger. Yep, agreed. Agreed. All right, good stuff. So let me let me recap that Pile because there was one more prop that I'm gonna throw in there, which I think is I think is pretty much a lock. Uh so I mentioned nine is minus five and a half, Ravens minus five and a half, Rashad White. Over three and a half receptions, uh, and I'm sorry, it's 21 and a half yards. It's a fucking lock. Get those two props in the mix. And then for the fifth leg, CJ Stroud, over eight and a half yards rushing. Eight and a half is nothing. I understand the Ravens' D is stout. Stout. But come on, my man. He is going to be dropping back quite a bit. They're going to be playing from behind the whole fucking game. He is going to scramble for more than eight and a half yards, bro. So count that in as the final final leg of that 5 legger. Let's fucking roll. All
1: right. How about this for an anytime touchdown parlay? Uh, Nico Collins, Gus Edwards, Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey, Amon St. Brown, David Montgomery, and Rashid White.
0: Uh, so actually Montgomery and White make me the most nervous just because of those run defenses, bro. I could see Montgomery breaking it because he's a beast. But those are two good run Ds, man. They got some big boys up there. But I, actually, I actually don't mind it. I actually like it. I mean, that's pretty nice payout, I would imagine. Huh? Yeah, I mean, in fact,
1: in, I just thought about it right now. I got to go look at it. So play,
0: <laughs> That's actually pretty, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, look. Uh, if you're serious about that, I would love to see the payout. Uh, I would also love to share that with the world. And when it hits, um, there'll be a nice flex for you. It would be, it would be, it would almost <laughs> be like hitting a
1: $16,000 parlay, but you know, I digress. You son of a
0: bitch that I mean, look, the people don't even know in these five months, there's been some crazy JB hits, crazy, crazy hits, mm-hmm. but, uh, we got to get pick it going again, man. We gotta, we gotta go by our values, our principles, implement full transparency across the board, so I know you got your account hacked to some bullshit. We got to figure it out.
1: Yeah, I got pack Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to. I don't know if I'm going to be Pickett or I'm going to go somewhere else. I, I got to figure that okay. out. I don't like that. Like my bet MGM account got hacked because of them. I don't even oh, use fucking F- I I Well, I mean, that's what BetMGM says. Pickett says it's BetMGM's fault. Who fucking knows?
0: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Typical. Well, that's right. Pickett had a good user experience, man. I must say, it was a pretty, it was a pretty neat app. It did. It did. All right. Well, anyway, let's let's move on from NFL. Let's get into some UFC, man. This is a card that I don't have takes on every fight. Uh, I know you probably don't either, but let's cover it. Um, I mean, this, there there are some things to be said here, right? UFC two ninety seven Strickland headlined it again. Streak is through. Um, This co main event is so bad. I uh, <laughs> I'm almost in shock to be actually talking about Raquel Pennington and Mayra bueno Silva as the co-main event of a pay-per-view. If you want to co-main or even main them on a fight night or something on public television, go ahead and do it. This is an embarrassment, and I know this can't be Dana White's call. This can't be his idea. It can't be. Uh, this is just – when you put this as a pay-per-view and charge customers, what is it now, 80 bucks? That is insulting, man. And I'm really hoping that the UFC gets this message with revenue. I I really hope that a lot of people boycott this for this reason alone. Because, look, JB, if it doesn't happen and if fans don't react to what is clearly nonsense, they're going to keep doing it, man. And we're going to get less of a product for more money. Uh, I'm really upset about this.
1: Clearly. You're very upset about it. Um, I I get it. Uh, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I think the issue is is they're having a heart. They're... Like, again, look at the O'Malley fight card. That is fucking, yeah. like, start to fit. The, the, the on March one,
0: him and Cheeto, right?
1: Yeah, but that prelim on that fucking card has better fights than this main card has on it. So I don't, yep. I know it's all scheduling. I, I know agree. it's based off fighters and all that, but I just, less pay-per-views and better, but he is so hellbent on this, I have to do this once a month thing. I would actually yeah. prefer they go to every two months for a pay-per-view and put on an absurd fight card. For sure,
0: for sure. But look, man, they they can't keep increasing the prices of the pay-per-views if their strategy is indeed to oversaturate these cards throughout the months and give less of a product for the things that the fans actually pay for. That's what I'm saying. Did you you hear Sean Strickland at Media Day yesterday? I saw the – the highlights and it was pretty funny Okay, but so. did you hear? Did you hear his comments? Because of course they broadcasted you know him on the trans stuff and the gay stuff. But did yeah. you hear his uh, spiel on women's MMA?
1: Yeah, he wants to see lions fight, not cats or something like that. Is that what he said? Yeah, but
0: dude, all right. So I'm gonna pull this up, man, because I have never seen a fighter explain this so eloquently. And this is not meant to be disrespectful, but here's Sean Strickland. Yeah.
2: No, I mean I don't give a fuck, dude. I mean I kind of. Here's the thing, guys. WNBA. Let's just be honest. I'm not gonna be offensive when I say this. WNBA, NBA, do you what? Who watches what? Who makes more money? Women's MMA, sure, have women's MMA, have it a fucking thing. I don't like to watch it. I don't think most people like to watch it. If the if the if the if the, if the females MMA were to separate from a male MMA, no one's gonna watch this shit. No one wants to watch this shit. Just what it is, what it is, man. I don't fucking know what to tell you, dude. Fucking, it is what it is. Like, why is that a bad? Like again, do you want to watch a fucking sports car race a fucking Honda Civic? No, you want to watch a fucking sports car. There is a vast difference between men and women. Like you take even you even take this weak little fucking Canadian sitting next to you, he could probably beat up fucking Raquel Pennington. Like, at the fact of the matter is, like any one of you fucks could probably beat our co-main event in a fight.
0: All right. I, I think I said he explained it eloquently. That is, not- <laughs> uh, I think I regretted
1: and that immediately. And we're canceled. We're canceled. Joey takes over from the no, show hey, and we're canceled. Listen,
0: listen, man. What uh, this, this is the thing, right? This is not disrespecting because I'll tell you what, he's not correct with everything he said, especially that last part. You know what I mean? These women are trained MMA fighters, and he says. That oh everyone in the room could beat up no that's not true are you telling me that the the media day room of uh you know unathletic reporters would step in an octagon and beat either of these women that's not true it's not true have any of the people in that room ever thrown a punch at someone's face have any of them wrestled? no no the answer is no right these are trained fighters and okay if you want to make the argument well they're 145 pounds they're pun- blah blah blah, blah, blah. Bro, when you have things like jujitsu in the game now, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a bodybuilder on the other side, man. It doesn't require brute strength to break somebody's arm in an armbar. It's like these are trained fighters. These are dangerous women. No doubt about it. My only point is it's a lesser product. It's the same thing as like why isn't D3 college football as popular as D1, man? The talent is completely different. So when you tune in and pay for viewing – something you want to see the best of what that sport has to offer man that's it that's the only point to be made uh but here we are women's MMA in the mix with men's MMA on pay-per-view cards and it's getting the right response in my opinion so it's not it's not disrespectful bro to point out basic truths about you know male and female athletes that's all <laughs> hey can i say another thing uh,
1: no please don't please fucking don't
0: <laughs> it's a, it's it's a conspiracy theory You ready? What's that? What's that? I think that Disney, who owns UFC, by the way, right? ESPN through Disney. I think that this is all a setup to make sure that Sean Strickland does not get that pay-per-view money in his first fight as champ. Do you think that Disney can back anything that he says on a microphone? It directly conflicts with everything they stand for. They will not have Sean Strickland in the UFC for much longer. That is the conspiracy theory that I would like to share with you. The first step is put Raquel Pennington and Meyer Buena Silva as your co-main, get a miserable payout as champ, and then it just gets worse from there. Uh, you're probably right. I fucking <laughs> <You're> probably right. <laughs> Who knows, bro? So, Who knows?
1: So here's the only thing I'll say is, like, I, I get it, but here's, here's, the, here's the counterpoint to that. The Irene Aldana versus Carol Rosa fight on. Know if it was the last pay per view, or was that two ninety six? Is now, I think it was two ninety six. Was a fucking awesome fight. Did you watch that, uh, Aldana Rosa? I don't think so. They beat no. the fucking shit out of each other. No, and I didn't. It watch was it. a it was a better fight than Leon Edwards, Colby Covington.
0: So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't see it. Definitely not. I was I was well, on way too late, bro.
1: Yeah. So, well, I agree with you. Sean Strickland better put on a show after saying that. That's so all I'm going to say. If he fucking walks around there and doesn't beat the shit out of Duplessis, you better put on a show. I'm all Strickland. I love the guy. I think he should beat the fuck out of Duplessis, but yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. in there and tries to do this like, you know, oh, I'm not going to punch you. I'm just going to do
0: this like shadow boxing bullshit and doesn't try to knock him the fuck out. He should probably shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. Look, in all those points, I'm speaking generally, of course, to your point there's gonna be great women's MMA fights. Look at Amanda Nunez, which he did, Shevchenko. right. This is generally speaking. But anyway, let's move on. You know what else I hate about this card man? Nine Canadian fighters. You know, kiddo, how about, you know I feel about and you know how I feel about Canadian fighters, bro. They have been grasping for straws with their next talent after St. Pierre, and they just haven't come up with anyone. And I just it's getting tough to watch. Uh, and when you throw nine Canadian fighters on a card, man, I just, I just, I hope this card delivers, man. You never know. On paper, I'm going to make the argument that it doesn't look like it will, but God help us, man. Who knows? Yeah. You see, you see, I have right, very look, low expectations for this card. Well, which is which is good, man. That's usually the best way to go into a card. It makes it easy to overdeliver, right? Let's uh, let's get into it, man. We got the prelims now. Let me pull up the ticker. Because we're going to talk about fight number one, Malcolm Gordon at minus 205 versus Jimmy, the brick flick, plus 270. This is a – it's kind of a weird way to start the night, man, because none of these guys know how to strike or knock somebody out. Like these guys just – it's not what they do. Um, so then it becomes, okay, uh, <laughs> somebody going to get this up um or do they both uh kind of know that they're jujitsu guys and that's their path to victory so they keep it on the feet and then try and strike and that could be ugly man i just it's a it's a weird way to stop the night i really hope i don't get involved with this fight i really hope i don't but if i were to you got to go with the dog man when when it's kind of this close and this level of skill uh and durability it, it, go with the dog man um but, yeah, I, I truly hope I do not bet on this fight. If you want to get ballsy Jimmy Flick by sub, we'll just take him straight up. But, man, imagine if there's a KO. I feel like an idiot, but I don't think there will be, bro. I don't know. Do you have any of that on this?
1: No. Stay away from this fight. Dude. Uh, Jimmy Flick? You're going to bet on Jimmy Flick?
0: Jimmy yeah. the Rick Flick. Dude, his 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 physique does not scream, I am a cage fighter. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Stay away. Twenty twenty is the new year stay away from the first fight on the early prelims all right all right but the second fight well now that's a different story we got it's your J- girl it's your Jazda girl vicious minus 380 for fuck's sake against priscilla cachuera um that's not her name I- say her name say the name you want to say what what do you mean, Priscilla? What, what do I call her, Priscilla? What catch a beast, Pris- catch a Yeah, and ketchup- <laughs> yeah. But she's look, she's she's crazy, bro. She's an eye gouging, cheating son of a bitch, man. And oh my god, that I,
1: happened once. I, I oh no, 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 she's she's
0: went for it several times. All right, she's she's a dirty sob, and for that reason, I see her at plus three hundred, bro. You see her at, by KO. It's uh, I, I I haven't checked in a bit, but like. What do you mean, Jasmine, at minus 380? Like, what the fuck do you mean? She's going against a complete wild card in Priscilla, who is – she comes out swinging, man. She doesn't care about technique. She's just going to try and maul you. So, um, look, will Jasmine win? I think so. But um, it's another thing, man. Like, what, minus 380? Get the fuck out of here. By decision, by sub, which way do you want to go to get that price down? And in the end, the answer is neither. I don't want to get that price down. Why? Because I don't even think Jasmine J is a good fighter. I don't. I don't think she's skilled at all. I, know, I She beat my girl, Miranda Maverick. I get it. But she's mid-level women's MMA, bro, in my mind. So I'd rather go with the psychopath and Priscilla Cachoeira, roll the dice a little, go by KO. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. Everyone wants to go with Jasmine. Not me, bro. But in the end, let's stay disciplined and say don't bet this second early prelim fight. That's what I'm saying.
1: Eh, sprinkle Priscilla. Sprinkle Priscilla. I'm not against Uh, it, bro. I don't... Here's why I don't love it is because Jasmine's never been finished, I believe. I believe she's only lost via decision. And I feel like it just goes to the card. It goes to... It's in Canada. She's in. Oh, forget Um, forget it,
0: dude. They love her. They love her.
1: But this shouldn't be a 380 versus a 300, so I think there's value in taking Priscilla at the plus 300. Don't get cute. Don't try to say by KO. Don't say by decision, because, again... If it goes to decision, I think you're going to lose. And Jasmine not being finished is some risk. But, again, to your point, there's very few women MMA fighters that deserve to be over minus 200. And I do not think Jasmine is one of
0: those. I I totally agree, bro. And Priscilla by KO is plus 500. So why not roll the dice, bro? Oh, no. no, Come on. Look, look. Why not? You know if it goes to the cards, forget about it. Forget about a win for Priscilla by decision, right? Come on, sprinkle a little plus five hundred. Why not get a beer? Hold for the haymaker. It's it's coming. It's coming. Just wait for it. Get the payout. Sprinkle them both. Sprinkle. Them both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This is this is, this is this is stupid. No, no, we're not betting on the second early prelim fight. Next up, uh, Johan Liness and Sam Patterson. I don't have a take on this. I'm not going to bet on this. Um, I'm not a fan of either fighter, and you know, I got I got nothing on this. You.
1: I don't even know who these people
0: are, so let's move on. <laughs> okay, so we'll move it on to Jillian Robertson at minus 298 wow. against Pollyanna Viana. Um, you know, I, th- I think I've told you this, JB, about Jillian Robinson. It's not that I hate her by any means, right? But I see what's going on with her. This is another mid-level women's MMA fighter, mid-level. But her behavior is kind of what I have an issue with from going on the Joe Rogan podcast to like pretending you, I don't know, more than you are, in my opinion. I think, you know, if you look at her Instagram, bro, it's all about pictures of herself in bathing suits and thongs with a bong in between her legs, hitting joints. It's like, all right, I'm not going to hate on a women's MMA fighter for, you know, posing in bikinis or, you know, showing off your body. There's a lot of fighters that do do that. I, I don't hate that. I have nothing against that. Um, I do have an issue with trying to look like the pothead cage fighter. I don't know, man. For me, having experience with the chemicals involved with that, I've never associated THC, for example, with, I don't know, strength and endurance in cage fighting. It just hasn't. In fact, the exact opposite is usually what I would like to be involved in with THC in my blood. So, bro, I don't I don't buy it. I don't get it. And I'm not going to put my money on somebody who's minus 298. Um it just it, it makes no sense. So, Jillian, uh you should never have minus 298 next to your name ever. You might win this fight. But I, I, I think I'm just kind of pushing back on all the attention she's getting from, you know, who she likes to project she is. And uh, Pollyanna, what else is there to say, man? She's got quite the story uh, for herself, speaking of taking pictures and showing off your body. But <laughs> get me away from this, bro. If anything, go with the dog. I think Jillian Robinson will probably win because I think she'll catch her with a sub. Uh, that's, that's what I think might happen. But come on. I don't want to bet on this. What do you think? Well, first
1: of all, I want to commend you doing some some study here, going deep into the Instagram of the fighters.
0: What well, you? she's so she's so full of herself, man, Jillian. Uh, you know, she, look, she's not even a bad person. She just doesn't hesitate to throw herself out there in the public eye. And if you do that, some of the public might come back at you and say, look, you're not even a great fighter. And that's all I'm doing
1: just just remind me here so this pollyanna chick she is the one who used to be a stripper and then beat the shit out of someone who broke into their broke into her house is that fair i
0: think someone tried to jump her in south I think she was on the, on the street i don't think it was a, a break-in type scenario okay. it could have been I, I thought somebody tried to jump her on the street and she did some damage on this dude's face yeah
1: um so here's what we're gonna do priscilla ketchup Uh-oh. beaten parlayed yeah. With Paulina Viana. Let's go to two dogs. Let's parlay it together. Like plus, it. Plus 300 plus a plus 240. Um, I think that's what I'm going to do. That way you get a little action early on. Yeah. You don't really have to uh, do too much here. That's going to get you juiced up to plus 1280. Plus
0: 1280. <laughs> I love it, man. And dude, women's MMA, anything can happen. I might join you on that venture. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Well, actually, I, I don't have anything to say about this one either, JB. Minus 185 in Surrey City versus Ramon Tavares. Um, you got any takes on this? No,
1: my thing is, is Tavares like a common name like Smith? Is he related to any of the other Tavares? Uh, it's very,
0: yeah, very common. I mean, he might be, but I know that's a very common name. So not that I know of. Okay, and
1: he's a contender series guy, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, I want nothing to do with this. I'm good. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip, skip. We don't got to get involved in everything here. I do want to get involved in this, man. So look. Charles Jordan going up against Sean Woodson. Jordan, money line minus 218. Woodson at plus 180. It took me a while to come on to Charles Jordan. As you know, I shitted on this guy in his early days in the UFC a bit. But ever since his fight with uh, who was it? Shane Burgos was, right? Uh, he went to war, man. And I have a whole new respect for Charles Jordan. The dude is reckless. He's violent. He's tough. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm on the Charles Jordan train for the most part here. Um Sean Woodson has got the weirdest body that I think I've seen in the UFC for a very long time. And I don't like the body shame of the male athletes. I really don't. But, like, dude, his chest is so wide and his reach is so long. It's very strange to look at. But moving on to, you know, the meaningful aspects of, of sports <laughs> betting, um, he's, he, he's got a reach. He's got a reach, man. That reach is concerning. I think it's like 90%. he has got a wide chest. His Good chest joke. is, is very that wide. Guy, that chest is is abnormally wide. <laughs> if you look at the diameter of that chest for his weight class, I bet you. You want to make a side bet, bro? The diameter of his chest in that weight class is the widest of all active UFC fighters. I just keep talking. I wonder. Do they have that data point anywhere? I wonder. That I would don't be think,
1: interesting. Like, like, we're we gonna find his fucking suit size.
0: All right, look. Oh, that's a idea. Do you want to DM Sean Woodson for his suit size? <laughs> Pretend we'll give him a free suit if he wins. <laughs> Just kidding, bro. We had a why side chest. bet on the fucking a on the, chest. a wide chest. We had a side bet on the diameter of your chest. It's not weird or anything. All right, look. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Uh, the reach concerns me for Sean Woodson. I'm going to say that. His last fight, bro, it looked like he was making some improvements with wrestling. So I don't know if we're going to see a new and improved Sean Woodson out there. But I'm gonna bet that we do not. I think Charles Jourdain is going to close the distance. Did you hear him in media day yesterday? I did not. Oh my god, the question was something like, "How do you feel about his reach? What are you gonna do?" And he said something to the extent of, "I'm gonna close the distance, penetrate, and dominate, just like with my stepsister, or something like that." Uh it was. What? It was, dude. Yeah, go look it up. It was. It was interesting. I did. I mean. He, he, he said it quite seriously, but then he pretended he was kidding at the end. I, I Dude, media day was wild yesterday, bro. Wild. But and look, Charles Jordan is going to bring it. I think he is going to close the distance, and I think his violence is going to be too much for Sean Woodson, who, frankly, he's got the reach, but I think he's just going to stick on the outside or try to wrestle. He doesn't have power to take Jordan out. I don't believe he does anyway. So I like Jordan here at minus 218. I think the line is maybe a little heavy on Jordan, but – I guess about right if we look at jordane by finish or ko it's something i'll be looking at but i think i'm going to fade sean woodson in this spot here crowd is going to be nuts for Jordan. so if it goes to decision you know who it's going to so give me charles Jordan here i'll be eyeing a finish prop but we'll see
1: i think you're i think you're really undervaluing his wide chest and how much impact that's going to have in this fight so <sighs> I think I think I'm gonna go with the wide chest and Sean Watson. I'm not gonna lie. I, oh, you really son of a bitch! Just just gonna go for it. You know you can't you can't fault a guy for having a wide chest there, Joey.
0: By by what? By bear hug? Because the circumference and diameter is just too overwhelming for the. How is he gonna win? I don't know.
1: I've heard a lot of fighters called a lot of things and have a lot of adjectives about them having a wide chest. <laughs> Dude, you ever, hear, you ever hear Joe Rogan calling a fight and being like, "Oh, this is gonna be interesting. He's got a wide chest. Let's see how he Look. manages that."
0: I have, I have my takes. All I did was point out that it's it's wide. That's all. And then I moved to the... All right, you know what? We're moving on. Do you have Sean Woodson? Yeah, I'll take Sean Woodson. Why not? I, straight I, up? I, Jor, Jordan's decision? good. No, just straight up.
1: Jor, Jordan, I think it's good. He probably wins. It's in Canada. I think he is probably... Uh, who else is on this card? I guess uh, Power Bar is the only guy who's probably more of a like Canada favorite than Charles Jordan. But, you know... I. Yeah, the crowd's going to be behind him. Mean, he probably wins. But, you know, I, 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 I like the I like the wide chest here. I really do. Sean, what's in Wide <laughs> chest? Let's go.
0: All right. Look, moving on. I don't have anything on this. Brad Katona, I'm interested to see what kind of career this guy can make for himself. Um, you know, Garrett Outfield, the younger fighter, I believe. But Katona is pretty solid, man. He's a decision machine. And I think he's going to take this one by decision. But I'm not betting it. You got anything on this? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Katana, uh, Katana in a, a
1: parlay. He won uh, by decision at UFC Boston and took home yeah. some nice money for me. So uh, yeah. I'm going to stick him in some sort of parlay. I don't know with what. I'm not going to get cute to your point. He's a decision machine, but I think he could submit. He could KO. Um, I know nothing about Garrett Armfield. I will say that completely blindly. I am betting Brad solely because he won me. Money.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And look, uh, you row with him in Boston. Keep the train rolling until he does you wrong. Uh, let's keep it rolling here. So, Arnold Allen, this is going to be a good fight, man. We are now on the pay-per-view card, and this is a good fight. I am looking forward to this. Arnold Allen, you got to wonder where his head's at after fighting Holloway and getting pieced up. But, I mean, it could go one of two ways, right? Either he thought he was better than he was, actually, uh, or this really did some emotional damage to him. You know, it's it, it's going to be one or the other, man. he's going to find out against Moffsar Ebelov, who's a – Dude, this guy's a machine, man. Some of these Russian fighters are just machines where you can't imagine them losing. And Evloev is one of them, man. So I think the line's right. Um, Arnold Allen can be explosive, so he could catch Evloev for sure. Um, but I think Mofsar Evloev is, is so well-rounded, dude. He's he's kind of frightening. Um, so yeah, they see Arnold Allen at plus 160. He's attempting getting plus money. Yeah, it is because, of course, he could catch him. But... Evloev, even at money line, I think is a is a good pick here. Uh, so I might roll this into a parlay. I'm still thinking about it. What do you think? Yeah, that's going to be the parlay I
1: make with uh, Katona. I yeah. think. I think you're right. He he doesn't finish people. Is my problem. Like he no, is. He, he lots the decisions. Yeah, loves the decisions. And to your point, I think Arnold Allen has some power. Could put him away. But to your point, I don't. What did the Holloway loss to him? He had the knee injury against Calvin Cater. Before yeah. that, I think he beat, uh, well, he beat Calvin Cater because of the knee injury, right? Like, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, can, yeah. I don't know if that went the full yep. round was going to happen. Um, he beat Dan Hooker. Like, Dan Hooker 2022 is not Dan Hooker what he used to no, be. Exactly. So, the fight that I would have liked to see him do is against Josh, em, Josh Emmett, and that got canceled. I think I would really know yeah. who Arnold Allen is if he fought Josh Emmett. I don't know. So, I'm going to go uh, the favorite. So, let's parlay most far with uh, Katona.
0: Yeah, I like that. like that so far. All right, moving on. Chris Curtis minus one eighty five, the action man against Marc Andre Barriol, plus plus one fifty four. This is going to be fun. I think this is going to be a good fight. I think Chris Curtis's boxing is quite good, man. I think he's a he's a great striker to watch because especially when other fighters start to slow down, this dude keeps going and he's crisp, man. He's crisp. And, and Marc Andre, dude, he's he's a powerful dude. Like th- this is going to be fun. I think I have a question about Curtis at thirty six years of age. Look, he's got to start slowing down eventually. Eventually, that punch is going to have less pop. Is this when we start to see that? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, if you look, he he got dropped with Gastelum. I mean, he lost that decision. He hasn't had a win since 2022 against Queen Buckley. So is this the beginning of his downfall? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think money is going to continue to come in on Marc-Andre Barriol is the fan favorite. Uh, I'm waiting to see if we could get down to minus 160, minus 150 on Chris Curtis. And if so, I might take that, bro. Chris Curtis by knockout is also tempting. But I got Curtis on this. Whether or not I bet it, I think that depends on the line movement. But we'll see. What do you got? I want to take Chris Curtis. But
1: was that Gaslam fight close? Or did he really, did Gaslam
0: dominate him? Gaslam showed a version of himself that had me believe in Gaslam is back. So, you know, Gaslam beat him. Fair and square. And then he had the no contest with the head clash. Okay. Yeah. With uh, that. Um, yeah.
1: I really like Chris Curtis. So, me too. I, uh, I'm going to bet Chris Curtis, but I'll preface it that this is might be like a fan betting versus like the smart bet. I sure. don't love him going against Power Bar in Canada as a like Power Bar being the dog. This has yeah, yeah. the crowd erupting. Like, this has, you know, a la Sean O'Malley winning as an underdog like the crowd going nuts like not to rub it in not to rub it in but just you know like yeah. this could be uh, yeah i'm gonna bet chris curtis but i don't love it i don't love
0: it i i i agree if it goes to the cards we're in trouble with the curtis bet for sure yeah agreed all right well look let's move on because we got neil Magni the haitian sensation against mike malott now mike malott minus 355 that is steep bro but is Malat the real deal is he the real deal is he the next GSP for Canada um I don't know and I don't think we're going to find out in this fight necessarily Neil Magny has moved to and he's been in for a while gatekeeper status he's a good gate he's a good gatekeeper at that in that you're not going to beat Neil Magny and be a bad fighter you're not Ian Gary, as much as I don't like him as a person and how he carries himself, he's not a bad fighter, and that's why he handily beat Magny. Um, you know, Neil Magny was plus 360 or plus 380 for that Ian Gary fight, so he's at plus 280, a little lower than that, and he should be. Mike Mallet hasn't been tested by a guy like Magny. He certainly has not been. So it's one of those fights where we're going to see what Mallet's made of. This is a step up for him, for sure. Do I think he beats Neil Magny? I do. I do, because look, even if he's not the next GSP, which he probably isn't, right? But even if he's not um, a top three fighter, a contender, right? I think he is better than Neil Magny, especially at this point in Magny's career. So I think Malat's going to show off some wrestling. I think he's going to get Magny down to the mat somehow and submit him, because I think that's the clearest path to victory. So I got Malat minus 355 is way too steep, even for a parlay for me, to be honest, JB. But I'll be eyeing the sub prop. I don't know what it is at this moment. Uh, but this isn't a gimme man. mallet Mallet's got a lot of hype and I think that's reflected in the line magni's not a bad fighter we'll find out who Mallot is but uh, I still think he's gonna take Magni out in this one what do you think I'm gonna go with magny as a sprinkle I just welllet hasn't fought anybody yeah correct dude that's that's hundred percent fair so I hear you I, I mean, so 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 is if, he is if, he the
1: next gSP I, that answer is no no uh, for <laughs> <laughs> For sure, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a wide chest, so we're gonna throw that one out there. But
0: oh, um, you son of a bitch! L- listen, what do you think about Magny by decision? Of course, if Neil magni's gonna win, he's a decision man. That's what he is. That's what he does. Or do you think he's going to keep this on the feet with Milot, and he- he's gonna catch him? Which is which is possible.
1: who did he uh, choke out? Is that D. Roddy ch- choked out a while back?
0: Um, who Magny? Yeah. He did beat D Rod. I can't remember if he choked him out. I thought he choked him out. He might have knocked him out. Um
1: Magny straight up, plus 280. No, Why don't not? get cute with it. Don't get cute with it. Just dude, do, do dude, that could that, could
0: that could be plus 300 by the time they step into the octagon, bro. So I don't hate it at all.
1: Exactly. Love it. Let's go.
0: All right, let's go. And speaking of let's go, I'm not talking about uh this fight here, I'm not giving it a second of time. Uh I don't care. It's a co-main event that, in my memory, I, I, I can't remember a worse co-main event for a pay-per-view than this. I cannot, um, so I have nothing to say about this. I don't look. I don't even like. I like Ra- Raquel Pennington. You know, she's had a hell of a career from so. She's been fighting for over ten years, I believe, and she's tough, man. She's tough. Maribuna Silva uh, mixed feelings about her with a history of PED use, history of mental illness, history. But like, I don't. I. I not a huge fan of Buena Silva, to be honest. She's the younger fighter, the more charismatic fighter. She's on the she's on the come up. I just – look, I'm not talking about this, bro. Come on. Put this on a prelim and maybe I'll break it down. But I'm not talking about this.
1: You are just awesome. I'm not going to talk about this fight, but then I'm going to proceed to talk about it for the next three minutes. But I'm not going to talk about it, but then let me talk Dude, about it a little bit more. Yeah, fair,
0: fair enough. All right. I deserve a little <laughs> shit for that, man. But fuck this, man. I hate it. No, I, I have. I want no part
1: of this. This is where I'm going to go refill a beer, go out for a walk, go take the dog out, whatever you got to do to get ready for the main, main event. I will not be watching this.
0: Good, good, man. I will be watching this. Uh, I, I hope so, man. It's going to be like five in the morning my time, but I think I'm going to stay up for it. Strickland and Duplessis. Strickland coming in at minus 125 and Duplessis as the dog, plus 105. So pretty close to a pick here. Um... This is interesting, man. It really is. I never thought we'd be talking about Sean Strickland as a UFC champion. Never. Not once. And I also never thought we'd be talking about Trikus Duplessis, who I used to rag on. You too, JB. In his early days in the UFC, because the guy just looked like a fish out of water on the feet. Some of his punches was so flawed and horrendously technical that um, he's a guy that you'd want to make fun of because he's just gassed so bad by the second round, throwing horrible technique. A makers, so I I, I really uh, was happy to fade Drakus, and it has not paid off for me. And you know what did it? His victory over Whitaker. Um, where I can't I can't rag on this guy anymore, JB. He's clearly gotten better. Uh, yeah, sure. Watching him, he doesn't look as pretty as some of the other strikers in the UFC, right? But the guy's a beast. He's, he's built like a shit house, man. He's just like a, he's going to come after you, as we saw with Whitaker. He's not afraid to back down even against elite fighters. So after that Whitaker fight, man, I respect Duplessis in, in this contender spot. It's like good for him, man. And look, you want to be going against Sean Strickland for the belt. You really do. I know Strickland beat Izzy. Great job. Um, I think Izzy was at a spot in his career where he just wasn't feeling it anymore uh and he's been open about that right but two very different strikers sean strickland the dude is just i mean the dude spars he's a sparring machine that's all he does he doesn't go for takedowns he doesn't sprawl he's just up on his feet doing the man dance bro drigas uh is capable of doing the man dance man the guy swings but technique wise i got strickland all day all day um But, look, I think Drikas is just a more well-rounded fighter, man. I really do. And I think he's bigger. I think he's stronger. I think he's got this, man. I I, I do. So at plus money, I'm not going to get cute with it. But I could see Strickland being taken out for sure uh, because, look, we saw it happen at International Fight Week. Alex Pereira sent him to the shadow realm for standing up to him and trying to do the man dance. Guess what? If the guy's bigger – and more aggressive and more ferocious than you, which Driecus is is, uh, the man dance might backfire, bro. Um, so look, I like Drikus' money lines, straight up. Don't get cute with it. You're getting plus money, and I think he's going to take out Strickland. Final thing to say is, uh, Strickland is, uh, he's not mentally okay for this. He's not. He's not. And look, I wish he was a guy who could dish it out and take it as well, but, uh, you know, that's not the case. And I think Drikus is definitely in his head on this one, without a doubt. And, um... Give me Drickus, man. I don't know how many units, but money line. let's go.
1: So I don't hate the Drickus play. I think if you're going to take him, you're smart. Just take him straight up. Don't get cute with a knockout or anything like that. Why do you think Strickland's not right in the head?
0: Yeah, I think when Drickus brought up the abuse as a child, which ended up having Strickland on podcasts with Theo Vaughn crying and having to defend himself to the media and other fighters, I think that did a number on him. Well, I know it did a number on him because it brought him to tears, uh, but – I, I think that um, some of that shit is going to come back. And I, that's, that's I don't know. That's what I think. Possible.
1: I, I'm wondering if that was a mistake for Dreykus to do.
0: Um, uh, because it will have him more focused on the victory or what?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to piss off Strickland. And I think Strickland now wants to kill this motherfucker.
0: Not beat him, kill him. I guess um, I think Strickland's path to victory, though, is not trying to kill Duplessis. I think it's technique counters. I think he's the better... The better boxer, the better striker, Strickland, by far. Uh, Well, I don't know. Maybe that's a stretch by far. But, like, I think that's his path, bro. If he gets pissed off and loses composure and goes in there super emotional and tries swinging for the fences, I don't know, bro. But, look, it's going to be close, man. And Strickland's tough as shit. So, I'm not super confident. But, I don't know, man. And, plus, you heard the conspiracy theory, bro. Disney will not not allow Sean Strickland, to be a UFC champion. They have different ideological and political views. Let's just yeah. put it that way.
1: And is a poster boy for Disney. Um,
0: it's mean, yeah, yeah. actually true. <laughs> yeah. All yeah,
1: that he, being said, I'm, I'm going to go with Strickland, and, and here's why. Um, looking at Duplessis' UFC fights, I'm not going to take into account pre-UFC because they really don't matter to me. Uh, Trevin Giles congratulations. Brad Tavares, congratulations. Darren Till, that one, I think Darren Till was still something there, and I think it was a good win for him. Yeah, um, The Derek Brunson corner stoppage fight, we were at encore for that fight, and that's when yeah. I was kind of done with uh, Duplicy. I don't think he looked as good, like, yes, corner stoppage, you think, oh, that was amazing. I don't think he looked that good against Derek Brunson. I really don't. No,
0: I, you're right. In fact, he got manhandled on the ground for a bit. But, I mean, it's a matter of big man gets on top, and you saw what happened to Brunson's head. Like, if he gets you in the right position, Dreykus is that powerful, you know? And then, to your point, Robert the Robert,
1: Robert Whitaker win was what turned my attention towards him. But yeah. then I just look at who Strickland has fought, and it's kind of everybody. And I just go back to he's got more experience. He's been around longer. Yes, Alex Pereira sent him to the shadow realm. Um, I don't think Strickland has the same power as Alex Pereira. I think I think Strickland wins. I do. I think he is the bad guy. I think we're in for a movement here of unconventional champions. And I think Sean O'Malley is an unconventional champion. I think Sean Strickland is certainly an unconventional champion. Yeah. Um and to an extent I think Leon Edwards is too. I really don't think the UFC wants Leon Edwards to have the belt. I think they wanted that Usman yeah. run to never fucking end. Um I think you're right. So I think Strickland might keep this. I really do. And yeah, that's gonna be the bet. Just Sean Strickland minus 125, straight up.
0: I like it's gonna be a good fight, man. It's either way, it's gonna be a good fight. So we'll see if I stay up till five in the morning for that. So anyway, that is the card I'd say mediocre at best, in my honest opinion. Uh we got some stuff on deck, JB. Don't we? We got coming up on the 24th of Feb just a little bit over a month away we're going to be up in manchester new hampshire bro we got combat zone 83 i don't know if you know about any of the fights yet jb do you
1: uh yeah i started following it there's a couple people that they posted there's a couple that we've seen before um as a kid out of new england cartel there's gonna be a lot of new england cartel guys out there because of calvin cater um very excited this is like a legit arena for them they'd normally played like you know the ballrooms at Encore, or like the ballrooms at hotel. This is like a legit arena. Yeah, we're sitting front row. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I can't wait. Um, looking very forward to seeing another live MMA event, and that's gonna be like what your first week back in the states. So like, what other oh, yeah. way to welcome you back?
0: Oh, brother, it's gonna be six months that day. Uh, six months of not seeing each other. So. Uh, we're gonna stop probably a little after noon and have ourselves a fucking day. All right, love it, love it. <laughs> and we got March Madness. JB, what are we doing, man? I
1: everything. Uh, there is everything <laughs> that's happening. I just things have been prepped. Things are being planned. Uh, the overall take is encore and banners. Those are the two knowns. Um, where we will be, when unknown yet, but. I think when you factor in the setup of banners for march madness there is none better and if we somehow can get the reclining seats at encore we will be at the sports i will put this i will put this flat out to win bet sportsbook if you do not hook us up with those reclining seats we will be back at banners i will go back to encore at night to gamble so encore will still get my money they will still get my money they will not get
0: it from the hours of 12 to 9. It will get big. it when I'm drunk. <laughs> it's a big deal, bro. I'm going to chop this up and send that to them, and they'll be panicking. I, dude, those, those seats at Encore are just – they're totally worth it. So I got to say, last year was the first year that you really got me into March Madness. Previous years, I've just been eh. – but, I mean, last year, what? Betting it would be legalized in Massachusetts for a week or two, and then we went right into March Madness. That was the funnest fucking time. So I am psyched to get back in the saddle, bro. And, uh, yeah, props to Banners, man. I think that was a nice find right in the the heart of Boston next to the garden. uh, Tons of TVs. We had a great spot there. So glad to be making the return. Hook
1: us up with that same spot. Hook us up with that same spot as
0: last year, and you will be very (laughs) well-tipped. Yeah, need it. Need it. Good. So, look, that is a wrap, my friend. JB, I hope I didn't let you down with uh, the slides, with the show. What I'm going to do now is just – put on some nice little music to take us to the finish line here. Oh, come on. It's still loading.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm very
0: Not impressed. Not the best tune that I've heard. Nah. All right. Well, look, Hey, it's been a pleasure, JB. It's been five months. Like I said, I've had a lot of time to reflect on my decisions here abroad. Uh, I am coming back to the States next month, brother. And, uh, Let's do the damn thing this year, man. Let's not have uh, another six month hiatus. Let's give the people and the bots what they want. Boston Bruges Batch, baby.
1: Love it. Good job. Very, very impressed. Uh shout out to DeGrombi. DeGromby points. He knows what's up. The over. The over. He knows what's up. The over. You talking about
0: the Packers game? Unders hitting, bro. It's already done. It already hit. Give me the money. I'm just, ta- I'm just talking about uh... <laughs> You know what? Safe travels <laughs> back you. to Spain. Respect back to States <laughs> Hey, hey, JB, listen up, brother. We're going to do the next show probably realistically in Feb. Uh, We'll set it up. I'll set it up. And uh, we'll keep this thing rolling, brother. Godspeed. All the best. And keep cashing those slips, my man. Stay positive. Stay positive.